Hello everybody and welcome to Brain Foreplay where you get your checkup from the neck up on Mental Mondays. I bring you psychological concepts, protocols, and ideas that will really help you regulate anxiety, put your best foot forward, help your brain stay on that parasympathetic side of the autonomic nervous system and uh, that'll produce the best performance that you'll ever have, whether it's interpersonal, professional, or on the um, athletic perspective. So today I wanna to talk about an aspect to psychology that's not really talked about very much, but very important. It's the study of haptics, H-A-P-T-I-C-S. And by the way, I am Dr. Rick Perea, PhD. The study of haptics looks at touch and how touch influences human communication and human behavior. And if you think about it, touch is so vitally important to most of our relationships. Um, you look at our animals, our dogs, our cats, our pets that we have, um, we actually engage in touching them. They touch us for comfort, for love, for safety. And it's the same with human beings. Touch influences human communication and behavior. The brain really has what we call a master gland. It's called the pituitary gland. And that pituitary gland releases hormones. It can release stress hormones like cortisol, or it can release love hormones like oxytocin. We call oxytocin the love hormone or the love drug. And we have found that when people touch each other, oxytocin is released from the pituitary gland into our bloodstream. Now, if you think about that, I've often said that we're a product of brain chemistry. If you think about walking into a stadium, walking into an auditorium, and your behavior is very normalized, regulated, but then you walk into that stadium or that concert and your behavior changes. You watch other people. There's a groupthink mentality. There's a mob mentality. So your behavior changes in that building than it was before. That's largely influenced by brain chemistry. Also other chemistry that you can in, in, introduce through external factors too. But touch really influences the way we think, feel, and behave. And there are psychologists in the world who all they do is study the impact of haptics on brain regulation. So you think about haptics, the study of touch. They just study how touch impacts our behavior and communication. Let me give you an example. I'm an ex-football player. I know that when a coach would put his arm around me as he talked to me, as he coached me, it was a different feeling than if he stood three feet away and just coached me. For me, it was more engaging, it was more connecting, more collaborative. So a touch, just an arm around your shoulder pads while talking to you. I played Mike Linebacker much of my career, which is kind of the quarterback of the defense. So when I'd go over to the sidelines for timeouts, coaches would touch me, put their arm around me, their hand on my shoulder, whatever it was. But it made a difference in the way I received their communication. So I want people to understand there are really different levels of touch and how it influences with, with brain chemistry. And I have a few highlighted right here. 
So if we look at, there's a technique called emotional freedom techniques that I've learned in my practice. And they all involve, involve touch. So you've heard of acupuncture. That's obviously with needles being uh, put into the body to open up the chakras and the meridians so we can have better chi, C-H-I. Chi is uh, an Eastern word for energy flow. So chakras and meridians are opened up through the tapping of needles, acupuncture. But then we also have a level called acupressure. And that's where you take this same chakra meridian and you massage it. it. It's not the puncture of needles, although you can do that. The second level is acupressure. So that's kind of a massaging of those areas to open up flow. That's an element of touch. And then you have a third level, which is tapping. We have several areas we can tap under the left eye, under the chin, at the apex of the head, under the clavicles. But it's involving touch again to soothe us. In fact, tapping is considered the number one method in the world for PTSD. So if you think about that, that's powerful. And the, really the difference is, is the self-soothing touch aspect to it. So emotional freedom techniques, tapping, acupressure, and acupuncture are really ways to relieve uh, alleviate anxiety. But in the social realm, think about how touch has impacted your life. Touch, simple touch of a friend, of a romantic partner, of somebody that has you know particular meaning in your life. And so to understand that we study touch, we study its impact is powerful. I think going forward, the industry of haptics will expand greatly because we are beginning to understand more and more how powerful that is. In fact, emotional freedom techniques, EFT, are being brought into more correctional facilities and they're treating more inmates with techniques that they can self-serve, like tapping is something I can do to myself. Acupressure is something I can do to myself to help soothe anxiety. So. Today I just wanted to bring you a little bit of, um, of knowledge based on how we can impact our communication and behavior in a very positive way in interaction with others, and that's through the study of touch. Haptics, H-A-P-T-I-C-S. Look it up, you know, check it out, and see what you can do going forward with the people in your life and how you can improve your communication and behavior, understanding how touch impacts them. I'm Dr. Rick Perea, PhD here at Think One, giving you your checkup from the neck up on Mental Mondays. Take care. Don't forget to join us next week, same place, same time, to get your checkup from the neck up, fortified by foreplay. That's brain foreplay. And please remember to subscribe to this channel wherever you get your podcast.